more time as well. Thank you for your presence in this place. Oh Lord God, we give you praise for your Holy Spirit. For without Him, it is impossible to do spirit without spirit. So we thank you for your Holy Spirit in this place, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Pray, Father, that you enable us to do what no man can do. You enable us to minister your word as of the oracles of God. We pray that you enable us by your spirit to set fire in this place in the hearts of your people. In the name of Jesus, that your kingdom may be established first in our hearts, in our lives, and on earth as it is in heaven. We desire nothing else except that which we have preordained for our lives, for our children, for our family, for our city, and for our nation. Your interests are our interests. Your desires are our desires. We are moved by what moves you. We reject what you reject. We accept what you accept. And we give you praise and thanks for it. In Jesus' name, and the church said, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Bazole. Come in, let go. Please uh, go with me. I greet you in the name of the Lord. Thank you, everyone. Amen. Bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Baba Zongo. Thank you. It was powerful. Amen. Setting everything on fire. If we don't set the nation on fire, the enemy will. Yeah. And, uh, the enemy will. He is yeah. capable of setting the, the nation on fire as he has tried to do. Amen. So, through prayer and through fasting, crying out to the Lord in intercession in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so, go with me to Psalm 149. I want to try and talk to you about uh, the watchman, which I will not really go into detail today. I will do so next week. Uh, I just need to today to uh, make you understand the heart of the Father, which yeah. is yeah. if there's one thing that I, I know the Lord does, He has given me the grace, is just to know the, the, the heart of the Father, what the Father what the heartbeat of the Lord is, what he wants done. In the midst of all the stuff that could be uh, modern and, and in, in fashion and, and trending, uh, the things trend in church too. There could be trending messages in yeah. church too. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But there is always something in the heart of heaven yeah. that God wants to release and God wants uh, the church to focus on. Amen. So just, just, just keep your your finger on Psalm 149, verses 5 to 9. Christ. Uh, takes us from the world and he makes us his very own. There is nothing uh, called joining a church. You are born into the church. The church is a living organism. The church of Jesus Christ is a living entity. It breathes, it moves, amen. It's got amen. cells, it's got the DNA of heaven. Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up, so it became a member, so they could cut you off anytime they wanted to. But you, you get born through the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you accept Jesus as in, in course, and uh, through his blood you get washed 
and you become a, a family, yeah. uh, one with God, amen, yeah. a member of his body, amen. So we are born into, how are you born into? Born we are born into the kingdom, we are born into the church. Yeah. So a church is a living organism. It's not just a physical structure uh, that we grew up understanding it to be. It's a living entity. The church of Jesus Christ has a personality. Yeah. It reflects the character of heaven. Yes. The church of Jesus Christ is a church universal that only God can see at the same time. Kulunkulu looks at the whole church, church in Asia, church in Europe, church in Africa, church in uh, North America and South America. God is, is the only one who is able to look at the entire body at, at, at the same time. Yes. Then there's a church in North America, there's a church in South America, yeah. a church in Africa. Within Africa, there's a church in South Africa. It is made up of different uh, uh, denominations and, and church groupings. Yes. Amen. And then there's a church in the city of Durban. The church in the city of Durban is made up of all the different churches in Durban. It's the Assemblies of God, Apostolic Faith Mission, Presbyterian, Lutherans, and all of them. All together we are called the body of Christ. Yes. Uh, we are the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I told you before, in every community, in every city, uh, the state of the city reflects the state of the church, the church in that city. In the city. If the city has a sleeping church, then the, 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 the walls of the city fall and the enemy finds access into the city. The city vandalized and the enemy gains entry into the church. Amen. So we are the body of Christ. We were born again to be part of the agenda of heaven. For God to do anything, out to anything, anything on earth, he does it through a human being. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a law in the spirit. This is why the demonic, they also cannot just come here and do whatever they want. They need a physical body. Yeah. They, they, they walk into it. They, the person gets possessed by a demonic spirit. And through that demonic spirit, and the, the, then the enemy can begin to do whatever he wants. Same thing happens with the kingdom of light, kingdom of heaven. Yeah. God needs a, a, a body. To, to operate through. It's, it's, it's a law, uh, it's spiritual jurisprudence that God has set. Amen. Amen. So, this is why there is a battle of, of, of bodies in the air. Yeah. Battle of, of souls. Yeah. The kingdom of darkness wants someone also by voice, yeah, and begin to communicate what they want communicated. Yeah. Amen. They also have a message which they want uh, uh, sent. Same thing applies with the kingdom of light. So we are part of the church of Jesus Christ. I'm a part of the church. When the service is over, the church will leave the building. And go everywhere. When the service is over, the church will leave the building. And they will go everywhere. Because we are born again to be people of influence to impact the nations for him he will not come and die again he died once and for all now he trusts us to be able to partner with him for him to fulfill what he wants fulfilled in the earth in the absence of a strong church the enemy will do whatever he wants Uh, the headlines will favor the enemy CNN headlines and every other cable network will favor the enemy. Until the church uh, decides to arise, 
and they take their place in the nations in which they find themselves and they begin to pray and they begin to trust God and they begin to co-labor and partner with the Holy Spirit and say, Father, we were born for such a time as this. You placed us in this particular province for a reason. For God, if God wants to bless a city, he raises the church in the city. So through the city, the church will begin to prophesy life upon a dying city. We prophesy upon the economics of the city. We, we prophesy upon the agriculture of the city yeah. because we are the voice that's legitimating the spirit yeah. that can contradict what the enemy is trying to do. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I want you to understand that you're not just a member that comes to sit on a chair. God depends on all of us to begin to move with him yes. as he is uh, wrapping up his agenda for the earth. In Jesus' name, every nation, God, there's a remnant in every uh, nation that God trusts. Yes. It's always in the minority. Yeah. Amen. If God trusts, then when I begin to wake them up at 2 in the morning, because something is about to happen in Newcastle, yeah. everybody else is in their comfort. I trust this one. Yeah. That they will go and begin to pray and begin to agonize and weep tears for the people. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So there are two things I want you to understand about the church. Number one, the church is God's weapon of war against spiritual Babylon or the world system. The church of Jesus Christ is, is God's weapon of war. If there's anything God is going to do in the earth, we'll do it through the church. This is why... He is militarizing his church. The church must take her place in the earth and have authority and power. Amen. So that it can begin to bind and to loose and speak life where there is death. Amen. So that's the first point. We, we know this to be true because in Jeremiah 51, or verse 20, it's not up on, on, on the slide that one, just, uh, just note it down. Jeremiah 51, verse 20 says, You are my battle axe. And weapons of war. Yeah. For with you. I will break the nations. In pieces. With you. I will destroy kingdoms. And verse 24 says. And I will repay Babylon. And all the inhabitants of Chaldea. For all the evil they have done. In Zion in your sight. Says the Lord. Yeah. So that's the first thing you must know. That when you become a member of the body of Christ. And you are born again into the family of God. Yeah. You are part now of a, of a spiritual army that God is raising in the earth. Yeah. Amen. You are a weapon of war as, as the body of Christ. The second thing we must understand about the church of Jesus Christ, not just kingdom embassy house, but the church, the body in the city of Devon. Uh, we have been called. I want you to listen to this very carefully. The church has been called to execute judgment that has already been written against principalities and powers. Yeah. We have been called to execute, not execute. Now, the judge, each judge has, written, has already handed down judgment against principalities and powers who have wreaked uh, havoc in nations and cities and communities. Yeah. Now, the church has been called to execute judgment written. Yeah. That's our job. Mm. If we are a, a church without teeth, 
We, 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 we don't intimidate the enemy whatsoever. This is why the messages that you're going to be hearing these days, they, they, they tilt towards army and, and fighting and yeah. warfare and militancy. Yeah. It is fighting. Amen. Because God wants people are going to push back against the enemy. Yeah. Amen. We don't respond anymore. Just react to what he does. God wants us to be proactive. This is why he's going to call watchmen to see things before they happen to the city. Yeah. And they begin to speak against it. Yeah. In Jesus name. And begin to go on their knees and weep before God. Before it, not only in the city but in your family. Hey, we're going to talk about that next week, being watchman first in your family. Because the first watchman was a man called Adam, who yeah. was called to guard and protect the garden. The serpent is not supposed to show up. Yeah. He breached the security breach in the Garden of Eden because the watchman was sleeping. The voice of the enemy, when he began to speak, was supposed to be... Uh, something that was strange to Adam. He wasn't supposed to entertain that voice. He wasn't supposed to be there at all. But we will, we will talk about that next week. Now, the Bible says you and I have been called to execute judgment written. It's found in Psalm 149, uh, verses 5 to 9. We are laying this foundation so that you understand why we need to Rise up as God's watchmen, outwatchmen. Now, Psalm 149, 5 to 9 says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the people's to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment, this honor have all his saints. Amen. Now, Baswana, I want to talk to you just briefly about what God has been doing uh, because I need to lay a good foundation for, you know when you pray, when we, we've delayed gathering here to pray, because there's certain things that we need to understand when we come together to pray. Amen. God has been restoring the church so that So we know that something happened after the 12 apostles had gone all over the world to preach the gospel. The first century, I think it was around about the, the, the third century, things began to die, and the Roman Catholics took over, and there was a papacy. They said oh, there's going to be one man in charge of the whole church in the world. And from that time, things began to go, this just went down. But God has been restoring, not restoring. Restoring. There are ministries that God had to restore. Now, according to church history, can you allow me to... <laughs> According to the fathers of, of church history, Ibanda, the first restoration, started in the 1500s through the man called Martin Luther. After the Dark Ages and the enemy had been so loud in the earth, there was no prophetic revelation, there was nothing coming from the earth, the church was dead. 
It seemed as if that which the Lord Jesus has died for was just down the drain. Until God in the 1500s raised, I mean, that was the first uh, movement recorded as the Father began to restore the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, there, there are two reasons why the church has to be restored. Uh, because, number one, the bride of Christ, her condition was bad. The condition, what condition? Condition. Just vandalized by sin. Stuff was happening that the Lord had not sanctioned from heaven. Yeah. The church was going left when the Lord had said, let's go right. So the condition of the bride was bad. Her clothes were not white anymore. Her garments were filthy because of sin. Bad condition. She needed a serious washing and cleansing through the word, water of the word, and through the blood. And so the condition number two, the father had to restore the position of the brother. Position. Now, as he restores the church through all these movements, I will share with you just briefly. Now, her position has been slowly over the years uh, being uh, being restored. Church becoming powerful, becoming triumphant, becoming strong. Church of influence, a force to be reckoned with. Not a weakling that is just toothless, that bites with gums. Amen. So the position of the church is a place of authority. Amen. So when when the church is alive anywhere, she finds herself, she must be able to declare things in the spirit and they must happen. That's when her place of authority has been restored. Amen. But all of this restoration happens just for, it boils down to one thing, Basil 1, for the final winning of souls the greatest harvest the world has ever seen, the church cannot be part of that if she is in a certain state. She must first be restored so that she has legitimacy in the spirit to even command things, command things to move and to transform and to change. If she is in a certain state, she she lacks moral high ground in the spirit to speak into certain situations because she doesn't qualify. So God had to restore, beginning to restore the body, which I will share with you. Amen. That's the first thing. God has got his eyes on the nations of the world, on nations. Nations. And uh, it's only a healthy church, church without wrinkles, church without blemishes, a holy church, a strong church, a powerful church, a church that doesn't back down. A church that goes towards the eye of the storm and say, I come in the name of the Lord Jesus. We have authority clothed with authority from heaven. This is who we are. We were born for this. We came to be an expression of his desires in the earth. We're born for him. We're not supposed to be here. A church that is like that. So there is a, every nation has a destiny. Out of destiny. destiny. It's only a strong church that will be able to speak upon South Africa. That Father, whatever was preordained 
for the nation of South Africa. Whatever is written in the heavens concerning this nation, it's only a strong church that will speak that into existence. Because if you don't occupy a certain place in God, principalities and powers will never listen to you. This is why Psalm 15 becomes important. Because we pray and we begin to legislate on behalf of heaven from a holy place. Amen. Amen. Are you following with me, Master Luan? So, restoration then began in the year 1517. Amen. It was called the Protestant movement. That's the first movement that there was as God restored the church. The first thing was Protestant movement, or the yeah, Protestant the movement. They were protesting up against the nonsense of Rome. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. They were protesting against what the fathers of the church in Rome were doing. Yeah. I just forget the name where the headquarters is. Vatican. In the Vatican. The Vatican Rome. They were issuing their own orders, not following scripture anymore. So the man called Martin Luther protested against that, he took certain things, he nailed them on certain door, and he drew the attention of the world to the fact that the church was dying, and he said, the just shall live by faith, not by any shoyola. But we never see shayati, namasoni, let's see this, bleed. He said, no, the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Amen. So, that was the first thing that God restored, Back in the day, the Protestant movement. Now, in the 1600s or 1600s, I'm going to just take you through just briefly. There was something that God restored because now he's trying to, he's, he's, he's restoring the bride into a condition and a place of authority. So, whatever the enemy had stripped off, that, that must be restored. Yes, Lord. That's the whole point of restoration. Yes. Let us bring back that which God had preordained. This is how you look like in your perfection, according to heaven. But the enemy came and vandalized you. Now, we are going to restore you into a certain place that God wants you to look like. Amen. So, in the 1600s, there was a movement called the Evangelical Movement. Now, there they restored water baptism. Because that, the, the, the Roman church had taken away, they said that a little baby, a sprinkle, um, is water on their forehead and that was yeah. it amen so the 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 enemy was in the church slowly shifting the church of course yeah. away from what god had prescribed for the body so they they, they established that in the 1700s or 1700s 17. i want your participation why don't you focus amen 1700s there was something called the holiness movement restored yeah. uh, there was sanctification. Yeah. Okay, the church is set apart from the world. You are not like the world. Yes. You are separate. Yeah. You are set apart. There is something about the church that's Yo, different. Yes. So that was restored through that movement that came as God was restoring the bride. Now in the 1800s, we are coming to 2019. Yeah. In the 1800s, God restored something called faith healing movement. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The Smith workers with and most of them began to come from that period. Now there, divine healing was restored yeah. uh, for the physical body. People began to believe yeah. that 
for it's not God cursing me. It's not because I didn't give my tithe. Yeah. So God is going to plant cancer on me. Yeah. He is not that kind of a father. Yeah. He doesn't reason that way. Yeah. And people began to believe which they can place their faith in the promises of God's yes. word. And as they believe, healing would come. Yes. So that was restored in the body in the 1900s, or the 1900s, the 1900s. Something called Pentecostal movement. Yes. Now in that movement, uh, the baptism in the Holy Spirit was restored. It had gone. And speaking in other tongues and the gifts of the Spirit. Nine of them. God now is, 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 is bringing, putting everything together. Preparing the body. Because he's got his eye somewhere. So the body must be prepared. The church must be made strong for the church to be able to do what uh, she was brought here to do. So it's called the Pentecostal movement. Now, within the 1900s, a number of things began to happen. It seemed as if the Holy Spirit uh, accelerated the restoration thing. Because uh, the times, in the, according to the time of God, the, word, the clock of God in heaven, things had to be uh, uh, hastened, accelerated in the spirit. Yeah. Now, in the 1950s, uh, the fivefold ministry began to be restored. There was no more fivefold ministry. There was a pope mm-hmm. and all these clergies everywhere. Yeah. Let's go there. There's a, 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 a prescribed prayer to pray. Not your prayer, not what flows out of your spirit. Yeah. As of the it's, it's water's flowing. Yes. You know, flowing out of your belly. The living water. And you sing the song of the Lord, 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 You know, when you're just flowing, there's yeah. nothing like that. Now, they, 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 they had written prayers. Now, the Lord started to restore the fivefold ministry. Yeah. Because the fivefold ministry is the, is the hand with which God punches the Babylon system. Yeah. When the fivefold ministry is operating strong and powerful, yeah. uh, we are able to shift and move things yes, that the enemy has planted and break down pillars of the enemy. Yeah. So the first thing that was restored, I'm coming to the watchman. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, the first thing that God restored was the, the, the evangelist. Yeah. The evangelist ministry. There was a, a people began to have mass evangelism in tents. Amen. You can just do your history. You'll, you'll see that it's getting yeah. intense. And there's a lot of people coming. There's a first ministry, uh, evangelist ministry. And uh, in the 1960s and 1970s, something called the charismatic movement. Not the yeah. charismatic movement. Yeah. Charismatic movement. Now, the, there, the Lord restored the office of the pastor and the office of a teacher. There's a difference between umfundis and umfundisi. There was a distinction made yeah. in that movement. Not everybody's umfundis. So there's umfundisi. Yeah. They teach. And the umfundis, the pastor, this pastoral, takes care of the yeah. flock, got a heart, just loves like a family man, loves, loves everybody, he knows all of you by name. Yeah. It's a pastor. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. A, 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 and the teacher is very meticulous with his studies, he's, he does his things properly. That was restored. Mm-hmm. On a firm foundation. Yeah. Not just screaming and shouting, but the church must be established yeah. on a solid foundation, yeah. anchored in the word not moved tossed to and fro by every doctrine but established in present truth yeah. amen now in that movement charismatic movement pastor and teacher now people began to babuzung uh, confessing the word and the prosperity message came through it was healthy at the time because it was balanced yeah. and of course people came and they took advantage of it they wanted to be rich very quick 
but at, at, at its inception, it was pure. Because it said, God uh, died, the Lord Jesus died on the cross, not for you to remain poor. Yeah. It's not God's will for Christians to be poor. It does not glorify your poverty and my poverty. It doesn't glorify heaven. In actual fact, you've got more influence and more power in the earth if you have some money, if you're prospering, if you're doing well. Amen. A, a, a Christian who is very, very affluent, got lots of resources, they are of a great, great, great benefit to the kingdom because they sponsor the agenda of heaven and things begin to shift and things begin to move. You must know that your prayer, it's good for us to pray because prayer give, uh, brings fire to the message. But money brings wheels to the message. We are able to move at a certain speed because we are able to do things that we wouldn't do without money. If I parked a certain car outside, okay, he parked his beautiful car, his Lamborghini, and then he talks to people about Christ and I park my car, the one that I transit for. It's, it's very likely that they would go to him. This is how the world operates. Yeah. We like glitter. Yeah. We like, and God, what he's doing now, Bazalwa, yeah. he is um, getting people saved who are at that level yeah. because he knows that if they can be genuinely saved, talking about people who have got 100 million followers on, 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 on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. When they speak, they are speaking to 100 million people. They have influence. When they, their voice carries weight because of who they are. So, so that was restored then. The 1980s or 1980s, something called the prophetic movement. Now the gifts of the spirit, spiritual warfare, and intercession. The, the prophet was restored as an office. Yeah. Amen. Uh, somebody just declaring, reading from your script in heaven. All of you, all of us, have a book in heaven. Yeah. According to the scriptures. When a prophet gives you a word he's reading, and I'm talking about a real prophet, not, not a funny guy. A real prophet. Amen. When they give you a word and it's so accurate, they are reading from your script which yeah. is in heaven, yeah. if it declares something concerning your future, God is giving you a direction according to your preordained purpose. Yeah. This is how your life should turn out. This is the path you're supposed to follow. And it brings a prophet. A prophet begins to speak a word of God, not what he thinks. He, he reads, God reveals to him. He reveals, Kim Clement used to just keep quiet for a little while and he's looked somewhere. And then it begins to prophesy. Yeah. Accurate things. Amen. Yeah. So the, the, the ministry of a prophet, there are prophets here. Yeah. Who, who, who must arise in this yes. place right here. Yes. There are teachers of the world. There are yes. evangelists yes. at care yes. that God must stay because yes. God is doing what he's restoring, restoring the bride. Amen. Yes. I know that he's prophetic. Now, prophet comes in different uh, yeah. shapes, shapes and, and forms forms and yeah. expression. Yeah. I know that she's prophetic. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I know that Mamika Bashi is prophetic. Amen. But all of us have got giftings. Yeah. 
Babuzungu shares with me stuff. This is why she was sharing because I asked him to. Yeah. He prays and God shows him things in through dreams, through visions. Yeah. And I pray God begins to restore dreams. dreams. God's people must dream. God's people must be shown in the future before it happens. So we can pray against it or we must pray and pull it into the present. Amen. So that was restored. Now in the 1990s, we are getting closer. Something called the apostolic movement. Apostolic. Apostolic movement, miracles, signs and wonders, divine order and structure in the church. Every church must have a, there must be deacons, there must be elders, there must be order in the house of God. There must be a set man, must be a vision. Know what God has said and move towards that vision. Rally all the people towards a vision. What has God said to you as a house? Then pray and move towards that fast. Go on your knees until that is made manifest. Apostolic people. In the 2000s, or 2000s. 2000s. The kingdom of God movement. Amen. Amen. On it, now God is beginning to reveal things now because the church is being, now she's coming together. Yes. She's really coming. Every time there is a new movement, you don't let go of the previous. Yeah. So when God step, uh, causes us yes. to step into the new, yeah. you bring the other yes. stuff that's been restored with yes. you. So in, in the 2000, there was a, a restoration of the kingdom of God movement. Yes. Amen. So we began to say, on earth as it is in heaven, whatever that you preordained for us in our lives, whatever is written concerning Unum Fondo. Amen. Whatever God said about her when she was in her mother's womb, we pray that it, 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 her life gives it expression. If there is something in my life, Father, that doesn't look like what was preordained. I speak against it in the name of Jesus. So that movement was, uh, is, is, it's also being restored in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We welcome the, <laughs> the dudes. <laughs> Amen. Bless you, Bazalwan. Now, let me just bring, uh, draw your attention to this. The last movement to be restored, Mamtanda will be called the army of the Lord movement. Now, because we are moving towards the greatest battle the world has ever seen in the spirit, with all these movements I have related, everything boils down because we cannot face principalities and powers and speak for our nations to be restored and their destiny is restored if we are not restored. In other words, we have no legitimacy in the spirit. Because we are broken ourselves, we are lacking something. So over the centuries, God had to restore the bride, her condition, and her position. Now, the last movement to be restored will be called the army of the Lord movement, or the army of the Lord. Now, within this movement, there is restoration of repentance and holiness. Amen. Because it is in repentance and in holiness that we gain legitimacy. You must learn this word because it talks about the legal rights in the spirit to fight. 
If God is preparing his mighty army, the mighty army, when they begin to contend in the spirit, when principalities and powers look at them, they must not seem like uncircumcised Philistines in the eyes of principalities and powers. If you don't walk in repentance, you don't walk in holiness, in the spirit realm, you can't even move a leaf. Because principalities and powers, they see for who you are. On the earth, volume helps me because I'm on speaker. Charisma helps me. Because I can I can preach and bounce like this. Yeah. When I bounce like this, you move up like that. Yeah. I say who and you say ha. Yeah. But in the spirit realm, my bouncing up and down counts for nothing. They put you on a scale. And you are found wanting because to them you are uncircumcised. You have got no legitimacy to speak on anything. So the Lord says. The army of the Lord, this is why you are hearing more and more and you will be hearing uh, going forward until the Lord's return yeah. with regards to repentance. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. And holiness. For the Lord Jesus said, the enemy comes, but he has nothing in me. Yeah. When, he, when they scan me, yeah. he meant, they are not that flex. So I can speak and direct them as I please. Because there is nothing. When they put me on a spiritual scanner and x-ray, there is nothing buzzing. Because I am a thief, because I am into adultery and fornication, because I do this and I do that. I, I live a life of repentance and I walk in holiness. As such, I have a voice in the spirit that carries weight. Say amen. Amen. Now it's the army of the Lord therefore that will restore cities and nations back to Christ. Amen. Amen. Now these are special type of people that God is raising because they will seek to know the divine script for cities and nations and speak it over those cities. As long as they walk with God and they seek the face of the Lord, they will call it and it shall happen. It will be like the days of Elijah of old. The people who call fire from heaven and things begin to happen as a testimony to the world that God is alive. God is not dead. God lives. Amen. Now, the army of the Lord movement is basically a call to prayer. Amen. It's a call to, I haven't forgotten the scripture, I asked you to open. We are going to go into that scripture. Amen. The army of the Lord movement is basically a call by heaven for the church to begin to Organize herself into an army of intercessors, of people given to prayer. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, I, I want you to know the heart of the Father. Thank you, Jesus. That the Father, as, as Baba Zoom was sharing this morning, understand that the Father, is, 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 his heart is bleeding. Yeah. 
because he sent the lamb to die on the cross that a certain people will be born because the body of Christ and these people will be an expression of the will of the father on earth in other words they will pursue what he pursues they will hate what he hates they will love what he loves they will defend what he wants defended but these people have been voiceless they have been dead they have been rendered ineffective because they had no authority to speak on anything because of sin in their own lives so principalities have, have, have no respect for such so the lord says i shall restore now the heart of the father is bleeding according to e research was i want you to understand this as the church 151,600 people die each day globally. Now I want you to kind of say those numbers. 151,600 people they die uh, each day globally. So of those numbers, a very, very big chunk of them, they die and go to hell. About 90% people die and go to hell because even if he or she goes to church the church is dead i know on tbn ministers that you would listen to for 30 minutes you would hardly hear anything about the blood about sin because you cannot talk about that here it's gonna chase people away we just don't talk like that here you must make people feel comfortable. They must feel at home. Yeah. Why talk about the fact that they are sleeping together, they are, they are cohabiting, they are living in flats? That's their business. Yeah. No, it's not their business. Because as, as, as leaders in ministries, our job is to preach the truth yes. and give you matching orders. Yeah. So that when you go and enjoy your week Monday to Saturday, you know what the perspective of heaven is on issues. And you begin to walk according to how the Lord Jesus wants us to live. Now, 6,316 die each hour. 6,000 people. 105 people die each minute. The, 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 the opening of hell is just, there's always these people falling. By the way, they, you fall into hell head first. I don't know if you know that. You don't walk into hell, you fall into hell. You fall into hell. So one of five people, each minute, nearly two people die each second in the world. As I've been working myself, too, I've just died somewhere in Romania, somebody in Afghanistan, some country stand somewhere. And each year, 53, 55 million die. Now, our job as the body of Christ is to ensure that when people do die, we have been the church that God wants us to be, and we have impacted them so that they don't spend their eternity in hell. We pray 
We have been called to cry and to weep for our generation. Weep tears. Wake up at two in the morning and begin to cry for the city of Devon. We begin to weep and agonize as if your own baby is dying. That's the church that the Lord Jesus is raising. That, that, that is why we cannot rush watchmen until, until I make you understand the heart of the Father. Yeah. And what your role and my role is in the earth. Amen. Amen. So is looking for the army of a special type. Or the army, army. of a special type. Looking for the, the matters. Now some matters about Abafela in Koloyabo. He's looking for matters of a special type. Amen. Because it is these type of people who are going to bring revivals in their regions. And great harvest of souls wherever they are. Not what you see on posters where having a three day, not only revivals. When there is a revival in the city, you know you must you must study revivals. Things shut down; they literally shut down the economy. Yes. That particular day, cars stop in the streets. People yes. they stop ending and they run. Run to the church. I know for one person, an angel would recently yes. would direct people into the church. They would come yeah. out sobbing. I want to have a call. Yeah, stop the cars on the freeway. On the highway, yeah. this man is standing like this. He's pointing you this way. Yeah. You take a detour to church because yeah. there's something happening there. Yeah. You, are, you are rushing to a meeting. You, you, you yeah. get there on the premises. People are weeping. Yeah. Good pavement. They are rolling on the floor. Yeah. That's why this church, we are going to press in. Even with regards to miracle signs and wonders, a church not pressing in and through for the manifestation of the miraculous in the ministry will not be able to win the harvest of souls that God wants us to win. So we are being mobilized as care to pray. I wanted to know why we must be a church of prayer and intercession. Yeah. We are bringing all these things to your understanding. So yes. By the time we say, now let's come and pray. Amen. As soon as you walk in there, you know exactly what's going on. Martyrs of a special type. Normally they strap themselves with these bombs in the, the Arab nations and they, yeah. this is they yeah. trigger and it explodes. Yeah. But these martyrs I am talking about, they will strap themselves with the word and everything in them that doesn't align itself with God will, will explode. Strap yourself with the word and let everything explode into pieces. Regather yourself. Hallelujah. Blow yourself up with the word. Let's blow our everything in our lives. We blow it up with the word of God. Nothing must resist. My sexual life, my marriage, my finances, I just blow up. 
Those are the type of matters God is looking for today. In the name of Jesus. It's people who are willing to lay their lives down. They, they, they are people who will not be uh, people of comfort too much. Because comfort can rob you of walking the full extent with God. This is why if you are a person of comfort, it can't wake you up in joy. Because you won't allow it. We worship comfort to the point of being unusable. Now, there's an invitation from heaven for a full-time, full-time career in spiritual warfare, if I can put it that way. Full-time, full-time. I, I, I am a person who prays. Because our generation is sinking, Mazalwa. Yes. This thing of doing church will not work anymore. Yeah. A church of comfort. Yeah. I was telling what I was, was, was telling Ramash this morning. The enemy made us think oh, Sunday service is the headquarters yeah. of spiritual expression. Yes. So we think that. This is it. This is it. It can be. It can be that Jesus Christ died for us to be locked up in churches when the world is on fire out there. All we do is come here and hug each other, pray for each other, say amen and go back. The heart of the Father the heart of the father is bleeding concerning the nations in which we find ourselves amen i'm going to share with you something Bazon. you would have i was hoping to have these up here a few weeks ago nizvilongo baba dead who killed his four children yeah. i don't know where somewhere but in in, in, in the city somewhere in Devon. This man killed his four children, hanged them, hanged them. Oh, mama, mama, I am sorry, my children. I was never, I was not there to defend you. That's that's our nation. That's why the church must arise. Are we gonna be able to stop everything? Of course not, because a human being has got freedom of choice. But when we are there, we are pushing back. The statistics will drop drastically because there are people, there's a voice that's speaking in the air that's pushing back against the works of the enemy. As opposed to a dead church that meets on Sundays, well-dressed, listening to Tabash uh, speaking here, and you leave and you say, and that's it, meet again on we're gonna mobilize care by the grace of God. Looking for the first just 30 people. Just begin to just work with the 30 people. Even if it takes about six months, just 30 people. Just work there. Amen. Just put fire on the people. Get other ministries to come, people that we, we, we believe in, come and put fire on you. Then we may begin to be effective in the city. When the explosion comes, 
we have a, a solid base of people who will be able to contain the harvest when it does come. Say amen. In free state, Mamutanda, this man kills uh, in Ghana yeah, because we avoid the maintenance to kill the boy. He's a stepson. Something like that. Avoiding maintenance. We all know of Uinene. The guy works in the post office. Now, let the church pray, Bazalwan. Let the church pray. Mam Kabashi put some statistics for us on the church page yeah. concerning what's happening in the province, in the, yeah. in the, in the country the nationally. Nation, yeah. That we are leading as a province. I, I pray that the fire of God begins to burn yes. in our hearts and we begin to understand the reason God placed us here. Who are going to ensure that our city is restored, our people of sacrifice. Yeah. Our people whose service to God has blood in it. People of blood. Everything they do, they are giving. It's got blood in it. Because they give everything. They give of the, their prayer. Because because God is asking, he's in heaven. On whose remains will I build the next revival? Let me explain what remains are. Remains is what is left after a person has died. Who is willing to die and lay their lives down for this generation? On whose remains will I build Build upon as a foundation the next revival that I am looking to bring. But who is willing to die and forget themselves and place this generation deep in their hearts? That whatever it takes, they will spend the rest of their lives weeping for them. In Jesus' name. Who will forego their plate of food hey. once in a while? Yeah. Just, just let me just let me go go on a fast. Yeah. Who will sacrifice their sleep <laughs> when everybody? Oh, it's, oh, sleep is wonderful. Hey. But people who are this city hey. is at the mercy of people who are going to die for it. Hey. The future of the city looks like the sacrifices the church is willing to make on the city's behalf. Let me repeat that. The future of the city looks like the sacrifices the church is willing to make for her sake. The city will not be saved and rescued by Sunday sermons. It's the church of the sacred place yes. that's going to rescue the city. Yeah. It's not the church in a Sunday service. Like It's the church of the sacred. It's those people who wake up and begin to weep yes. before God. And the Lord God, I know most of us are not in there, but God is inviting you. Yeah. 
Don't sit there and obey, 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 obey. Guilty. There's an invitation from heaven. The Lord is saying, I need you now more than ever before. Because if we don't set our nations on fire, the enemy will. If we don't set our nations on fire, the enemy will. Now let's go to Ezekiel 22. Amen. Amen. It's what Babu Zongu shared earlier with you. So I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. I found no one. No one was interested. Therefore I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath and I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads says the Lord God the father is in heaven he's looking for just a handful of people who will feel what he feels will weep with him and wave their hand and say Lord I'm available use me I've got my own stuff that I'm dealing with, but I can feel the heartbeat of heaven. I, I trust you that even as I take care of your stuff, you will take care of my stuff. As I make your need a priority, you will make my needs a priority. But God is looking for people who are going to align their heartbeat with his heartbeat and have a feel of God's pulse. What pains him must pain me. Yes. I don't know if you've ever driven. And when something happens as you drive and you weep. Now we pray for people. I pray for kids. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. Because I'm asking who is holding her hand. She's five and he's two. Where are the fathers? Where are the mothers? Where, what the enemy is stripping our generation, stripping, stripping them off. She will grow without love and any sense of being embraced. I was 30 years old when I heard my parents tell me for the first time that they loved me. Me. I was 30 years old. Angaz his, his fingers on him in your hand, he tells you, great job, son. Did one. Even if I lost, and he uses that loss to build me up. How to handle a loss. Yeah. I don't know what it means to have Baba Chancellor. Just just playing with dead. I didn't have that life. My father was alive. I used to visit him from time to time, but I didn't have that. That is why I made it a point. When I got my own boys, 
Maybe I've kissed my boys on the forehead maybe a thousand times. Every time I pick them up, I'll kiss them first. Just on their forehead. What never, what was never done for me, I made it. I made a deliberate decision. So I reverse it. Just put them here. To the extent that one of my boys had this thing of, 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 of coming to our room before he sleeps, just hugs you. Because he's used to it. Now they're not the same. The other one loves in his own way. But God is building, Mazzoni. God is taking us back to that family. This is built from scratch. Because what he wants us to do, the war ahead of us, yeah. For nations, for souls, hey, will demand that your own family is intact. Yeah. Your own marriage is gonna is gonna drive cracks. Yeah. Because as you as as, as you so fight, what the enemy does when you begin to hey. make an impact, it begin, it comes here yeah. and he knocks you here. Your own kid. I, I tell the boys, you know what's gonna happen. I don't wanna put pressure on you. Yeah. But this is what happens. We want to begin to fight the enemy. Yeah. He fights us through him. Yeah. To frustrate us. Yeah. So we must ensure that our marriage is strong. Not for the sake, not because it's popular. Yeah. Because we, we, are, we are covering our tracks. We are consolidating. We are consolidating in advance. Because we know we are about to touch the enemy where it hurts. So we try. Sometimes we are busy. Those prayers. Sometimes we don't even do it ourselves. We're just busy. But we need to restore. Just pray. Break bread together. Just tell them one word. It brings a report. It looks funny. Just speak life. You're not a number, son. You're not a number. Yeah. You're a human being. This, yeah. is a this, is, this number is not you. Yeah. This thing can change if you change. Yeah. You speak life. Yeah. You know, we're consolidating. Our relationship is not, there's no perfect relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But we live together. We, 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 we're walking with God together. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We're consolidating. Yeah. Stand up, Bazalwa. Oh, Jesus. Help us, Father. But as we stand up, I want, I want to just allow me to just share this scripture with you. Amen. I want, I want us to live with this as we just pray. I want us to live with this in our hearts. It says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you asked about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. Yeah. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Yeah. Just as he crossed over Penuel, the sun rose on him and he limped. 
on his hip. Now I want to tell you something, Mr. Wanda. I want you to hear me just for the last time. The army of the Lord is composed of people whose lives have a limp. Now I want you to hear me. Their day has a limp. In other words, they are not walking as they please anymore. They don't do what they want anymore. They don't run as they used to whatever they want to do anymore. They, they live with a limp. They walk with a limp. Principalities and powers know people whose life has a limp because the word has messed you up to the point where nothing is normal anymore. Your, your, your walk is different. Because the word of God has done enough damage in the way your, your, your speech has a limp. You don't talk like everybody else does. Everything you're giving has a limp. Everything that we do has a limp. Because the word of God has gotten hold of us and has twisted something. It's not business as usual anymore. Things are not normal anymore. Things are not as you as they used to be anymore. We walk with a limp every day of our lives. Tap your hands. Father, we thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Oh, I thank you for a company of people that you are raising in this generation, oh God, even through this ministry. Thank you for the army of the Lord that you are raising. Father, even as we speak, set us on fire. Set us on fire. Don't want good sermons anymore. But Lord, we desire to be set on fire. We desire to be set aflame. Set your people, I pray, on fire, Lord God, their marrow, their bones, every cell in our physical bodies. Let it burn with the fire from the altar of heaven. Oh, Lord Jesus. I pray, O oh God, set us on fire because it's the fire of the Holy Ghost that will get things done. Our excitement, sometimes it's short-lived. We get motivated, but the lifespan is too short. It's only when the Holy Ghost, when the fire of God is set on us, if you could, Set your fire on a tree. Surely you can set your fire on the redeemed. For you set your fire on the burning bush. And you got the attention of Moses. And Father, I pray that you set us on fire. That you can get the attention of this generation, I pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray for the fire from the altar of heaven. Upon every boy, upon every girl, upon every woman upon every man in this place in the name of Jesus. It's what you can do. We can manufacture it. We cannot put it together. But by the Holy Ghost, only it can be done. So Father, I thank you today in the name of Jesus. 
Soften our hearts. Give us hearts of flesh. For our hearts have been hardened by our own hardship. Our ears have gone blunt. We can't hear the cries of other people. We are deaf to the cries coming from the generation in which we live because there's too much pain in our own lives. And so I pray, oh God, that you even relieve your people of their pain. In Jesus' name, I pray, Lord God, for doors to begin to open, for those finances to begin to flow. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that their needs are met according to your word so that they can begin to fight and focus on the mission. The nations are waiting for a church to, the church to arise. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Amen.